Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the Late Life Career Change podcast. I am Phil Swallow. Welcome. It's Wednesday the 10th of March. Weather has just changed. I'm recording this early in the day because I think the wind's going to whip up. And uh, whilst I think I've got a nice little kind of sound controlled area here, you never know. Uh, it, could, it could start lashing and uh, may impact the quality of the show recording production production that's the word so i hope you're all doing well quick kind of catch up in terms of what's been going on in my world before i talk about the main subject title of the show this week is who are you and what do you do so before i get on to that uh after the show last week i received a text message well it was the one that we've kind of been hoping for which is to say please go ahead and book your covid19 vaccine appointment and it was all very slick went online chose a slot sue didn't get one which is a bit weird uh but then the following day she did so long story short we ended up going up there and even though our slots were about half an hour apart they were they didn't really worry about that too much just filled in the forms got the astrazeneca um an initial reaction in the arm there was a little bit of kind of numbness i guess which is similar to what i have when i've had the flu jab um and then i don't know i I kind of i did some stuff i had some errands to do in the afternoon that was thursday afternoon and then thursday night it all (laughs) it all kicked in um generally it was shivers and flu-like symptoms sniffly you know that kind of stuff but the shivers are really bad so i was taking paracetamol um, went to bed sort of earlier um, didn't have a great sleep really it was just I was sort of achy all night um, did kind of get warm eventually because I had layers upon layers on top of the you know the quilt and it then seemed to get better by the morning so and, and to be honest on Friday the only real feeling I had was one of great tiredness because I'd not really slept that well on Thursday night but small price to pay um, I you know after that after sitting catching up with some documentaries i do like documentaries a real life crime you know how they solved it and all that sort of stuff typically um i was back to normal on saturday so i've been doing this project in the loft to um it started off as just sort out the loft get rid of stuff to sell sell it and so on but after i put my foot through one of the um very basic kind of chipboard panels up there and it didn't go all the way through but it it caused some damage i just thought no i've got to do this properly so i bought some osb board loft panels and i've pretty much done all the areas that i'm gonna do any area that you could stand or put foot weight on has been done and there's still some other boarding that i can use just to help spread the load of any storage but it's a mess up there i mean you know kids stuff is huge sue's got a lot of stuff i've not got too much but there are some old things you know that you just keep hold of um but i'm thankfully now in the stage where the kind of the infrastructure element if you like is done and now i can get on with the uh, the real job of kind of sorting it out and there is some things that we'll sell not not for much but you know they'll go to a good home we've got some old audio equipment and stuff like that so yeah um I will be, uh, when eBay next to their £1 offer, which is normally about every fortnight, tip for you, don't sell stuff on eBay, hold it up, maybe prepare your sale post, but only only sell it when they've got these £1 max selling fees, because they're a really good deal. Anyway, so uh, that is to come in the future. So, today's show, who are you 
and what do you do? And I ask that question because definition of what you do and who you are is so fundamentally important. If people are going to find you or have some sort of introduction to you in your new life, in your new service, in your new career. Um, and I would say now in the early stages of this revamp show that, that I'm talking about the sort of things that you would do more on a self-employed basis, um, because I think this is where the focus is, is for me. Um, and hopefully you'll still come along and enjoy the value that you can get from that. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, brand is, okay, yes, branding is, is something. Uh, you know, your consistency of your logo and your, maybe your colour scheme and font and all that. And all that's really, really important. But your brand is the identity people get about you from wherever they come into contact with you, whether that's online, whether that's in some sort of written material. Um, social media is a powerful one. They need to know who this person is that they're dealing with and what you bring to the party, what you bring to the table, what is your service clear simple language um, if what you do is you you craft things out of wood on a lathe then make sure that you put that in front and center of what you do um, if you do pottery if you do needlework if you do um, knitted products whatever it might be just make it very clear that that you associate your name with that craft that thing that you do and it, it takes some time because I think often we get very enthusiastic about wanting to sell what we do. We want to put all sorts of information about, oh, I do this, 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 this. But, you know, make it digestible. Um, unfortunately, modern lifespans, lifespans, that's wrong, <laughs> time spans, uh, attention span even, is very short. Um, and unfortunately, services like TikTok don't help that any, any at all, any, anyway. Um, but anyway, the TikTok world doesn't help, but you know, so you need to have that kind of mindset of appealing quickly and punchily so that people know that they've landed on the right spot. Um, and another really important thing about how you brand yourself is that that clarity can mean that people will either like you enough to, to see what you want to do to book you, or they'll glean enough about what you've put out there to say, actually, this isn't for me. You know, it's better to have people make a choice based on what they see the facts that they can gather rather than have it so wishy-washy that they spent 10 minutes maybe looking at your website your linkedin your social media and they still don't really know what you do so front and center clear simple i'm one of these i do this that's that's the key and you know th these things take time to work through but it's worth it you know you can almost use again the notes app or whatever you have whatever equivalent to have a certain stock phrase that, that will be so many words or characters long that you can easily put into sites um i mentioned before about google my google my business that is a very very popular one but i think it's it's you know your definition statement and you could even almost do that as an exercise you know even if you're in your your original role now, your old role, current role, um, uh, but you're thinking of doing something else. Well, what would you actually write to say, I do this now, or you wouldn't say now, but you know, I'm one of these, this is what I do. And it can be quite an interesting about story as to what you did before and how you got there and what your motivation was to not only just do this thing as a hobby, but to actually do it as a business. So you've got, you're actually giving out some information there to, to, to potential customers to say, you know, this is, I'm committed to this. This is the thing that I do. So, um, 
but you will need to communicate this many times over. Um, actually, I, I did a little thing yesterday, and this didn't really, it didn't really go into detail of my business as such, although photo video is in there because I'm a photographer and a videographer. Um, but it's called Signature Hound, right? Signature Hound, as in dog, bark, woof, woof. Um, signaturehound.com. And what it is, is a way of getting a kind of one of these fancy sort of HTML style auto signatures for your emails. Um, apparently it used to be a, a paid for service, but they kind of went off in a different business direction, but they've kept this going. And you just register, you open a free account and it is really good. It's kind of wizard driven. Uh, so I've gone for a quite a simple option, but you can add in headshots, logos, you can add in spaces, you can change the fonts, you can put in disclaimers. Um, you can even get them a bit of props, a bit of credit to, to have a little flag to say produced by Signature Hound, but I took that off. And um, it works, as I can see, on uh, iOS and macOS, which I use. So that's something else. It's Again, it's a bit of identity you could put in there. If you've got some, if there is a logo, if there is a font style, if there's something that's really key to how you identify yourself in your new world, then think about that. Simple auto-signature option. So um, professionalism is another aspect. So, And I think this, is, this ties in completely. So professional being a professional is not just getting paid for what you do. Um, I mean, it is <laughs> in a way, uh, but professionalism is very important. And, um, and that's about, you know, regardless of what you're doing in whatever situation you're in, just be the best that you can be at doing that. Be, be great to deal with, be that person that's really friendly. So when I, I went on a, a kind of headshot, um, one day course actually ironically it was on the day of the wedding of um of young prince harry and uh, Meghan markle so that was what 2018 and i had a thing booked in in wimbledon and i was in, in the intros to that the photographer lady there was talking about uh, how she got started and she this was kind of headshot related uh, event but she was uh, she did theater stills something that i do now and i absolutely love and did a shoot three years three years ago one year ago today for peace in our time at the union theater so i've just put that on my instagram this morning anyway back to where i was so she was talking about how she got into the industry and i think it was that she was asked to cover um someone was booked to do a still shoot for a production they couldn't do it she or or, or somehow this company were let down she went along she got the gig and she said i just went out of my way to be really nice to people just the basics, please, thank you, um, you know, smiling, being pleasant, being easy to deal with, making them, make it, well, fitting in, fitting in with their demands and, and just being that, a great person. And she just got loads of follow-up work on the end of that. You know, in, in these sort of industries that we're in now, in the, in the creative world, there's always going to be, I mean, it's almost actually across life, but there's always going to be people that, do the job that know how to do the job they can produce a thing but there might be some baggage attached to it and that might be that you know you never quite know when they're going to get back to you on the phone or you know you, you've got a few you know doubts about something else i don't know what it might be um but you know be that person that, that you know be serve in the way you would like to be served i guess is a is a not is a, is a way to to um summarize it you know it's really key 
that if you're going to be that person that, and okay, you, you may not be as great in terms of flair, talent and final product as the next person, but you'll get better. Because if you're being decent and you're getting rebooked, then clearly there's going to be an option, an opportunity for you in the future. So, yeah, be that person. You know, it's it's so important. And then that also becomes part of your identity, part of your brand. Uh, you know, I've had contact from people where I didn't know them directly, but my name was passed on. They say, oh, did you, you're that guy that does the, you know. So be that person. Um, I mean, even back to when I did, uh, I did a funeral video um, for a great family friend uh, last year. And, uh, you know, I was asked about, um, doing follow-ups now unfortunately what, what happened there was that they the people that wanted to book me wanted to do streaming because of the covid world we're in live streaming so i don't actually offer that service but at least it was an easy decision for them to pick up the phone and consider me i actually had two of them within two days two different celebrants had called me so um you know be that person be turn up on time well actually well before time you're fully prepared all the stuff that you're doing in your extra time that you have to commit to this when you've got your current role pays off because that's where you're learning to do things by second nature. That's where you're learning all the little shortcuts or time savers. That's where you're nailing down your workflow as to how you produce something from beginning to end from A to Z. And then when you're actually doing it, you're saving money because you're actually, you don't have to think, oh, I've got to do this project for someone. How do I do that then? Or about going and look it up no practice 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 and then you don't give you don't you don't end up having to let someone down which is the absolute worst worst case scenario so and i think you know when when putting all this together you know time is a factor time is such a valuable commodity um but do make sure that you give time to yourself to prepare prepare for this um it, you know it, we we have to realize that you know we we have a limited amount of availability we have family commitments we might have unexpected things crop up but you know if you can make sure you get your own kind of personal air quotes me time then that's going to be really valuable going forward so i hope that that helps in terms of some of the things you need to consider starting off so you know make sure it's clear that if someone absolutely didn't know you from adam um all they have is a name to look up on Google. Firstly, would you show up on a, on a Google search? I mean, I Google everything, whether it's local, national, whatever. Um, if you've got a Google My Business presence, so that's literally Google My Business. If you go on there, it will tell you exactly what you need to do to set up. That's a great way to start. And they kind of prompt you from time to time. They give you some, uh, some insights as to people that have clicked on the Google page and maybe followed up by going to, I don't know, look to find out what your phone number is those kind of things so have that sort of present from there you would have things like your website address you may have some images that come up if they do a google image search of your work so think about someone half knows you but wants to know a bit more where do they go let's assume google what do they find social media is another one facebook facebook page free you know instagram free um a little early tip uh, also for, for when you're in this stage of setting up. So most of this is kind of low cost initially. I mean, a website will cost money to set up, but start with Google, see how you go. I do recommend Squarespace. Um, 
I'm not sure the exact price I pay now. It's over £100 a year, but it's worth it for a full professional presence. Um, very e- easy to maintain and manage. Um, but yeah, so so think about someone knows you, but they want to find you. Sorry, I've, I've <laughs> gone, gone off on the wrong tangent. Back to where I was. Free versus paid. So yeah, so much is free. Not only that, but when you do need to pay for things, like, um, so I use Backblaze for my, my cloud backups. Or there's a kind of business option or a personal option. Well, you can kind of sway things. So I'm I'm a personal person. I am in in that context because it's a cheaper rate. Well, hey, you know, do the math as they say in America. So uh, yeah, think about those things going forward. You don't have to sign up for the business thing for everything. Weigh it all up. Um, go for the most appropriate option and the obviously the best value option for you. And I'm, I'm genericizing here because obviously I don't know what all you guys are looking to get into. Um, but I'm I'm happy to always talk about these things. Uh, I'll obviously talk about them on the show, talk about them one-to-one if that helps. And, um, you know, ultimately we'll get to some uh, interviews and stuff like that. So I'm going to sign off now and thank you once again for having a listen uh, i did put a little linkedin post out at the weekend and got some nice traction from that thank you guys hope you've subscribed and uh listen to what's going on uh for the rest of the day i'm going to do some sorting out following the job that i've been doing around the house up in the loft and some other kind of clearing up i've got sawdust everywhere downstairs in the uh, garage area anyway get all that fixed and um i've got some client work to do to follow up from meeting last week so just update the slides and script for the video shoot which is going to be probably when the weather's better which will be nice and obviously legally we'll be able to do it all as well which is which is even better um i still need to do some car research that's become that's grown arms and legs in a way uh had some good uh, news that the current lease they extend to up to six months which takes me to about october time um, before I have to hand the car back because my concern is I want to be able to test drive a new vehicle first and I think I'll probably be able to do that from maybe April, May time. Anyway, so we get the car sorted out looking to get the plug-in hybrid electric vehicle doing my green bit. So, I've, I'm rambling a bit. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for listening. Really appreciate this. Uh, take care of yourself. This was episode 60 of the Late Life Career Change podcast with Phil Swallow. Who are you and what do you do? And I hope that's helped you to work out who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm.